Hey there, Lisa Schwartz here. Welcome to my podcast, Teach and Talk with Lisa, where we are unpacking biblical principles with everyday words and applying them to our everyday lives. All right, so let's do an introduction to everybody else who's at the table with us. The famous BP Daddy. What's up? Famous. The famous Kyler. Hey. You got to peer your head in there to Instagram because we are live on Instagram as well. And also flip that phone around and show us Miss Liz Hargrove. Well, I didn't know this was going to be a job. I know. I, I, won't, I won't test you anymore. Taylor, I really have no ears if you can help me out. All right. So I... Where's my camera? Today we're going to be talking about speaking in tongues, which I'm very excited about. So the last couple times we have had, um, we've had some, what what people would say, like sticky or controversial conversations about things in the spirit, things that people don't really talk about because it's weird and it's Mm -hmm. hard to explain. It's interesting because as much as we believe that God is supernatural and people say he's supernatural, we also want to be able to explain him, right? Um, But the fact is... Sometimes you just can't explain the supernatural. Okay, so um, the first thing I want to say about speaking in tongues is that exactly what I was talking about earlier, and that is that cannot be understood naturally. Yes. So as we are kind of talking about speaking in tongues, we're going to be pointing out things in Scripture, also talking about our own stories, experiences, questions that we've asked people. Um, But the first thing I want you to know is this cannot be understood naturally. So let me start by opening up by uh, reading 1 Corinthians 2, 9 through 14, which says, But as it is written, eye has not seen, nor any ear has heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. Now listen to this. It says, for the spirit searches the things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of man except the spirit of the man which is within him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. So there is no way we could know the things of God except by the Holy Ghost that lives and breathes within us. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening right now and you're hoping to intellectually understand something supernaturally it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen that's right (laughs) it goes on verse 12 it says now we have received not the spirit of the world but the spirit who is from god that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by god these things we also speak not in words of man's wisdom that man's wisdom teaches but also the holy but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual things. In other words, I use spiritual words and spiritual ideas, and I speak to you in spiritual ways to explain spiritual things. If you go on in this passage in chapter three, it goes on to talk about how, I mean, Paul's basically saying, I wish I could have had a spiritual conversation with you, Mm -hmm. but as it is, you were too carnal and you were too immature, even as a believer, to even understand things of the spirit. So I was unable to have a conversation with you about the supernatural because I couldn't get you out of your own head, basically. Mm -hmm. And so I I really want us to understand that speaking in tongues, to understand speaking in tongues, you must first understand spiritual dynamics. You Mm -hmm. have to understand spiritual dynamics. So only the Holy Spirit knows the mind of God. And, uh, and he reveals them to your spirit. And so this essentially is what is happening when we are speaking in tongues. So the other principle I want you to know is that anything that is happening spiritually, anything that God is doing, it starts in the spirit and then it moves out to the outer man. 
Okay. So when we hear, when we operate, we are, when we are engaging in a spiritual language, that is the outward expression of what God is doing on the inside. So I I think this is important because I think a lot of times we're looking for evidence on the outside to prove what God is doing on the inside. And so we're, I'm hoping we're going to address the question of what if I don't speak in tongues? How can I, you know, speak in tongues, those kinds of things. Um, and I think it's super important. It's, it's like healing. It's like salvation, anything else. It's something that starts on the inside, the spiritual principle. Anytime God is doing something, it starts with our faith on the inside. And as we go and as we move on that faith, then it begins to manifest the expression of our healing, the expression Mm -hmm. of our deliverance, the expression of the water that was turned into wine was expressed as it was poured out of the vessel. So, um, what we're talking about is something that happens in the depth of the spirit, man, when we're speaking about speaking in tongues. And so a lot of times we need to recognize that it's something that takes place in the depths of man. And, and it's just something that's coming out. It's, it's something that's happening on the inside and it's coming out. So I want, I wanted to say that first, because we, we need to have an understanding that, that spiritual things are often unseen to the natural eye. They're they're often unseen to the natural eye. They're unheard to the natural eye and they're absurd to the natural mind. Yeah. That's what you just read. Like it's foolish, foolishness to, to man. Yeah. Yeah. The wisdom of God, the ways of God is foolishness to man. And Isaiah tells us that the ways of God are higher than the ways of man. Mm -hmm. So we cannot understand them. So, um, I'm going to keep talking because I want to just kind of get this introduction in because I want to have, I want to have have an understanding and some of this is very fascinating. And I I just told you guys that, you know, you're like, man, you wrote down a lot. And I was like, well, because I've pretty much decided I'm going to do a YouTube series on this, on speaking in tongues. Um, so the Greek word glossa, that's where the word tongue comes from the Greek Mm -hmm. word glossa. And by implication, it means, uh, it's, it means tongue, but by implication, it also means a language, particularly one that is not natural given to us. In other words, it's supernaturally acquired. Now, the reason why I mention that is if you look in, in the book of Acts in chapter two, it talks about the languages that they began uttering in a, in a tongue. And then there were other languages. The word language is a different Greek word. It is dialectos, which means language. Okay. It's where we get the English word dialect from. So the point here is, is it's very different. Speaking in tongues is not a language. Mm-hmm. It's a different Greek word. Um, when you're speaking about speaking in a tongue, it's that Greek word glossa versus the, the tongue, which is, or the language, which is dialect. Mm-hmm. So the other thing I want to teach on real quick is, uh, we have three different forms of tongues in scripture. And I think this is where people get a lot of com- confusion. And, and tonight we're going to f- primarily focus on our personal prayer language. Okay, great. Okay, so we're going to get there, right? So, but I do, I don't want to dismiss um, what a lot of people call other tongues or proof of tongues that we see in Acts chapter two. Mm-hmm. They, and again, scripture calls it other tongues. They began to speak in other tongues. And we had a nice conversation about this in my class on Monday morning. Um, if any of you are around from Johnson County area, join us every Monday morning at 945. But we were speaking, talking about what is actually happening in Acts chapter two and how they were speaking in other tongues and people were actually hearing in their own language. 
And we talked about all the possibilities of what could be happening there. And the reality is that is a form of a tongue. Okay. Then there's also the public gift of tongues or that, which requires an interpretation. And that's what we read about in first Corinthians 14, 13, first Corinthians 12. It is for the church. Okay. So it is for the edification of the church. So we have the proof of tongue or other tongues. We have the gift of tongues or a public tongue, which that is the tongue that Paul is speaking up of that requires an interpretation. Right. And then we have the personal tongue or what is often just called a prayer language or praying in the spirit, which is referred to all throughout scripture. Um, but particularly in first Corinthians 14, two through four, um, and that is the utterances that we are going to be talking about tonight. Um, and so I, I wanted to make sure I, that I gave that quick teaching of having an understanding of the different kinds of tongues and I'm certainly willing to field questions about the other two as well. But I, I really want to talk about personal prayer language tonight. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I was like, there are multiple kinds mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it can get a bit confusing because anytime we bring up tongues, we get a lot of back backlash or on TikTok where they're like, you know, that needs an interpretation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, mm, right, no, right. This is just a personal prayer language. Yeah. And know? so part of part of the point of this whole podcast is for us to stir our curiosity, but also to teach you guys what does scripture say. But remember, after I say all of that, you have to remember that it's a supernatural phenomenon. And so it really can't be understood. It really can't be understood. In Isaiah 28, 11, it says this, for with stammering lips and other tongue, he will speak to his people to whom he said, this is the rest with which you may cause the weary to rest. And this is the refreshing that they, that they would not hear. And so even in the book of Isaiah, there's, there's prophetic, um, points, points, things pointing prophetically to the utterances that his people would get that would bring refreshment to our soul Mm -hmm. and would relax the weary heart. Mm -hmm. And so I love that. And, um, and so I, I want to, um, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about first Corinthians 14 too, and then I am going to just kind of have you guys jump in first Corinthians 14, two says pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy that's first one. And then it goes on. It says for he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God for no one understands him. However, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries, which a lot of versions talks about intimate mysteries. Things are being revealed to him. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you guys, but I was actually taught theologically that this was the verse that they use to say that you shouldn't speak in tongues, that there's no more. It's so crazy to me. And I, I bought it, you know, hook, line and sinker. I, but I'm like, when you read it, Paul is actually, he's not saying you shouldn't speak in tongues. He's simply just comparing the gift of prophecy to tongues. to the gift of tongues. Yeah. And nowhere in here is he saying, so I guess when it says it's because you're not, you're, it doesn't speak to men. So therefore, yeah. and again, because people, mix up the gift of tongues with a prophetic prayer language. Um, a lot of times this is where there's some confusion here. And so I love this because it's, it's talking about the revelation that we get. It goes on in verse four. It says, he who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, Mm -hmm. um, advances his own spiritual progress, but he who prophesies edifies the church. Mm hmm. So again, you see the differences and the usefulness for each gift. So Paul isn't saying that one is greater than the other. In fact, he ends this whole 
thing by saying in, in I, I believe, speak in tongues more than all. <laughs> yeah, I speak in tongues more than all and forbid not yeah. the gift of tongues. Yeah. Yeah. Forbid yeah. not the gift of tongues, right? Mm-hmm. It's so funny how people like twist stuff to change for their own theology. Right. You know? Well, and I mean, it's really demonic because when we think about just the idea of a perversion, things being twisted, yeah. right? And that's what the devil does because he can't make his own stuff up. So he just takes God's stuff and he just perverts it. He twists it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So ridiculous. I, it is ridiculous. So, um, so let me go on to first Corinthians 14, 14 and 15, which says for, if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's so good. here we're getting my, if I, if, <laughs> look, nobody can, <laughs> nobody, here's what I want to say. Your mama can't pray for you. Like the spirit can, mm. your daddy can't pray for you. Like the spirit can, on, like you can't pray preach. for yourself the way the spirit can. But what he is saying here is if you pray in a tongue, if I pray in a tongue, so he's saying it personally, look, when, when I pray in a tongue, it is my spirit praying. There is a worship, worship thing going on inside of me. There's a prayer meeting going on inside of me. And he says, but my understanding is unfruitful. Again, I was taught in religion that it was unfruitful to pray in tongues. <laughs> oh <laughs> gosh! <laughs> so for years, I I actually I actually taught cessationism. Mm-hmm. I thought the gifts gifts had ceased. Um, she so taught me cessation. Yeah, I did. I, I, <laughs> yes, I did, and later had to repent and fix all that. So, what is the conclusion then? So he's like, so here's my conclusion: I will pray in the spirit, but I will also pray with my understanding, and I will sing in the spirit, but I will also sing with understanding. And so he's like, basically saying, I'm going to do both. There are times when I need my mind to be unfruitful. Mm-hmm. You know, in Romans eight twenty six, I think it talks about the spirit ever interceding and groaning on mm-hmm. your behalf, right? And that's that passion and that deep compassion of the spirit on your insides, praying on your behalf. Yeah. That's an, that's a powerful thought. Supernatural. It is supernatural. Yeah. So let's put a pin in that. Just kind of talking about, um, because I, I do want to talk about why should we do it and what, how do you do it and all those things? Cause I know people are like, so how do I do it? How do I pray in tongues? And, and I do want to address that. And I, I would love to have time at the end, even just prayer release of the gift of tongues. Yes. 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 You know, everybody's like feeling so good yeah. about that, but we'll I want to, I'm going to spontaneous. <laughs> <song one. laughs> I'm actually going to kick it over to you, Brittany, because I want to hear about your first experience. Cause I think we hear a lot. We learn a lot from people's testimonies and we mm-hmm. know that word testimony means do it again. Mm-hmm. And so I believe as we share testimony, we're releasing prophetically in the air that God's going to do it again for people who are listening. So share with us the first time you Everyone spoke. In position yes, yes, you just get in position. Be ready. Um, the first time I spoke in tongues, I was the first time I was actually like um, slain in the spirit. It was the first time. Man, you got all of it. In I one went, night. You got the full package. Deliverance <laughs> for when I got um, baptized in the Holy Spirit, and that came along with it. And I think because, um, so yeah, I wasn't churched, so I didn't have any theology around it. Mm. Um, but the good thing was I didn't know anything about it and I'd never seen it before. I'd never heard it before. So when it happened with me, I was like, I know this is real. That's and so good. I, yeah, it helps cause you're super like a logical thinker, yes. you know? Yes. Um, so that's actually totally to your benefit. Oh yeah. yeah. Cause if that had happened and I had been around it, I would have just been like, Oh, my mind was just mm-hmm. copying what I'd seen or whatever. But it, 
And then, but it's so crazy because, you know, we've seen many people baptized in the Holy Spirit, you know, over the years and many people start to speak in tongues and it happens like almost the same way. Like they start out with that same gibberish, gibberish, that same language going on. And then of course it develops your, your language kind of develops and Mm -hmm. becomes a little bit more mature. Yeah. um, The more you use it, I think. I mean, I feel like it's not any different than babies. They all are like, mom, mom, that's a really good. Mm -hmm. I really like that comparison. Yeah. You I know, agree. They babble before mm-hmm. they ever, you know, develop yeah. their language. Yeah. When you learn a new language, you don't immediately, you're not immediately fluent. You're That's not immediately so good. speaking, yeah. you yeah. know? So it's like, yeah, everybody kind of starts out with it. And, you know, and then just kind of develop their own. Okay, we're in it. I love that you guys pointed that out because I think um, I think that's part of the challenge with people speaking in tongues is they think they're going to get this fully developed language. Mm-hmm. And there's this unwillingness to just give God your gibber mm-hmm. <laughs> and let him develop and practice it. Mm-hmm. And so when people are like, well, that's just me. It's my mind. I'm like, yeah, because you're in partnership with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, the Holy Spirit's not going to just reach in, grab your tongue and start wiggling yeah. it around. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people discredit like their natural self, like their mind, their emotions yeah, when it comes to anything spiritual. Yeah. They're like, well, that was it. And I was like, okay, let's go back to the basics here and know that like God created all of that to work in conjunction with his Holy Spirit. Yeah. You know, like he's not an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> he, he like he is far greater and far wiser mm-hmm. than you could ever imagine right yeah. so he's pin, like he put this together perfectly mm-hmm. to yeah. work in conjunction with so like so first corinthians six seventeen says but when you are joined with the lord you become one spirit with him mm-hmm. right so that means your mind becomes one with his your emotions so you become one with him and so it's almost like here's a glass of water here's a glass of water you pour it into one vessel and it becomes one container of water and there you can't separate that and so i think a lot of times you guys are getting all wiggly i know (laughs) that's why i took my jacket off i was like i'm sweating already (laughs) um and so i I think it's important that we understand that your spirit is merged with the holy ghost Mm, yeah your spirit so that means my mind has merged with the mind of christ yeah right and so when i speak in tongues i'm just letting everything that's already in me, everything that I already know, the fullness of the kingdom, I'm just releasing it up and out. Mm. And so in some regard, we're not praying in tongues to connect to God. We're praying in tongues from our connection with God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Man. (laughs) Let's give it a minute. Let's give it a minute. Let's give it a minute. We're not praying to connect. Look, unbelievers have to pray to connect with God. Mm -hmm. But when, as a believer... When I'm praying in tongues, I'm pl- praying from my connection with God. Mm. On, so I'm praying from the Spirit. I'm praying for myself, to myself, through the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and you're releasing things upon the earth that you just know not of. Ugh. I mean, you're... And you're, releasing things uh, in your own soul. Yeah. yeah. You know? Again, I, I was hit like you guys were when I was reading. I was like, okay, if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays. Just go ahead. I was going to say the wisdom from the well ministries just commented on YouTube 
and said, uh, you can never pray against the will of God when you're praying in so tongues good. because you're doing, you're doing the that. perfect will of God. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, that's, that's great. That <laughs> is yes. great. Yes. And that's one of the things that when we go under the why, why should I pray in tongues is because it's the perfect revelation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not going to miss. Yeah. You can't miss. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you just kind of get it, get it going and just leave, leave it there. And, and what's crazy is, is, is your mind will tell you, I remember when I first started speaking in tongues, I was like, this is a waste of time. Literally. I thought that because I also was, I I love to study scriptures and, and I love to read scriptures. And so I was like, and I really felt like the Lord said, for every minute you give me reading the scripture, I want you to sit for a minute in prayer. And it was extremely hard for me. And it was at that time through the studying of the scripture, getting curious about the gift of tongues, allowing myself to be curious, exposing myself to uncomfortable environments was a big deal for me because I was very stuck in this Baptist theology. And it was, you know, it was like, Oh God, don't go to that church. They're weird over there. You know, my crazy cousin goes there or whatever. And so really (laughs) allowing myself and trusting the Holy spirit to reveal to me if I'm out of alignment with what God is doing in my life or out of alignment with biblical principles and it was in that place that God really began to loose a tongue. And, and same thing for me, it was just this real, just kind of gibberish, one sound mm-hmm. um, over and over and over again. But it, but I, I couldn't stop. That's what was crazy <laughs> about it is. Yeah. Remember when Brandy Rush got, he got the gift of tongues, the her prayer language in my class. Mm-hmm. And, and she was I don't like, think it was in that class. I mean, just literally for like two or three I hours. I feel, still think I have an audio recording of it. She just, I mean, just ticking forever <laughs> and, and was kind of giggling and would try to not, it's like she couldn't come out, but she didn't want to come yeah. out of it. It was so beautiful, so beautiful. And a lot of people might be like, and that's, it sets some of the criticism or the doubters and I'll say doubters, um, who were like, well, it's just repeating the same thing over and over again. Well, it can be, yeah. it can be. Well, I mean, meditation is also repeating the same mm-hmm. thing over and mm-hmm. over and over again, but it's for the sake of emptying your mind. Yes. Not yeah. And we don't say that new agey, right? Like, right. I mean, new age is a, again, taking that concept, but look, I want my mind to be, that's the unfruitfulness that we're right. talking mm-hmm. about. The emptiness where you're just unfruitful. And again, the devil takes that and he twists it. Yes. People will be like, oh, that's Kundalini and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't even know what any of that stuff is. Um, all I know is I love the Lord and something's coming up and out of me when I'm praying in a tongue and things are changing on the inside. Mm-hmm. Things are changing on the inside. So you, you start talking, speaking in tongues. Are you, were you, did you even know what it was? No, no, no. Cause I remember, well, you had asked me, you're just like, do you have a prayer language? And I was like, what? What's, <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> do you speak in tongues? Uh, and you're like, just just stop. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I so, do remember that. So yeah, I had no idea. I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. Which was beautiful. Yeah. Which is beautiful, you know, and, uh, all right. So let's Kyler coming in with all the truth bombs tonight. Dang. Look at you. <laughs> I studied. I studied. <laughs> I prayed in tongues before I got here. <laughs> to prove herself approved. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kyler, how about you? First time, I remember when you first started speaking in tongues. Yeah, Daniel Jones revival and at Lighthouse Church. Yes, and I remember the tenacity. You were like, I'm not leaving this place until I get my uh, prayer language. I was so irritated because I wanted it so bad. But, like, my mind was always getting in the way, too. I was first exposed because you went and did a conference in Wisconsin at Marquette University. With, oh, yeah. And I didn't know any of the people <laughs> there. Well, I knew Maggie. 
Yeah. Um, but I didn't know Alyssa, who is one of my best friends who lives in the Fort Worth area. And we raise our kids together and it's great. But this is yeah. how I was kind of exposed to it. She came down to visit you or you came back and you're like, Alyssa, this girl, Alyssa, showed me the song. And she played Kim Walker Smith's spontaneous, spontaneous song one. Yes. And I Look was it up. like spontaneous. song. It'll rock. You. It'll yeah. wreck you, rock you, <laughs> undo you and then redo you again a thousand yeah, times it over. So it was so good. good. So, so good. And I, and we were talking about these things because this is the time you're spending hours in your room reading scripture and waiting and praying in tongues. Right. So I was living with her at the time. Yeah. (laughs) Just (laughs) waiting for this to work out. Um, And so you were like, I have to show you this. And I immediately like kind of started crying. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what's happening right now. But I like something like was awakened in me the second I heard that. And I was like, yeah okay Okay. i'm convinced yeah so let me let me let me point that out because that's exactly what i was talking about earlier when it starts on the inside and sometimes it takes a minute for the expression to come on the outside because remember we're we're working body soul and spirit and the spirit starts in the inner man and Mm -hmm. it has to get through the soul Mm -hmm. and out of the body and so i I think the soul was a long process Mm -hmm. (laughs) but but if you look back on it would you say that 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 moment was when you actually received the gift of tongues yes even though you didn't express it at that time yeah absolutely that's awesome yeah and time went on never spoken tongues for months after i heard that um but i mean we would contend you know we would pray in in a room for (laughs) hours all the bible words we're (laughs) contending (laughs) we're digging wells yeah we're digging wells <laughs> um so we were praying and I was like intentional like I'm going to receive it I'm you know I'm going to I'm going to pray in tongues tonight never did and I was like whatever all right I'm 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 going to expect it's going to come and then this Australian guy came and was doing revivals uh every single night for like 2 weeks straight and one it was, night it was awesome it was stupid ridiculous I feel like maybe there was only 50 people there tops every i would say less Less. than that 30 maybe and we were 15 of them yes (laughs) my staff was like 15 of them and but it was so good um and i was sitting next to susan carpenter and he was like there are people in here who want to speak in tongues you know does anyone in here like has been asking for the gift of tongues and i look at susan because she also was like wanting it and Mm -hmm. i was sitting next to her and i was like well let's go you know and we go up there and he sends us to like one of his armor bearers, you know, more biblical language, more Christianese thrown at you. But um, and he was like, all right, just start going ba ba ba, you know, making these yeah syllable noises. And I was like, I no, that, that doesn't work for me. I, yeah, my I'm mind waiting is... on the Holy Spirit to grab a hold of my tongue and start <laughs> yes. twisting it around for me. Yes. yes, yes. And I was like, I and I did it, but I was like this is not working for me. And Susan immediately starts speaking in tongues. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> and I got so irritated. Cause I was like, I have been really like, I'm trying, <laughs> help me out <laughs> trying here. Um, and then later that week, I think I had decided I went to the altar and I was like, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. And I remember like slamming my head sta- hands down. And I was like, even if I don't speak in tongues, it doesn't matter. I know it's real. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, that's so and, good. Uh, and I, I don't have, have to concluded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to. And mm-hmm. I remember like, I think that was probably the first time I was like legit, like slain long term. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was there mm-hmm. for probably like four or five, Forever. six hours. Yeah. 
It was it was quite a Speaking quite a minute. Tongues, quite a minute. I've never <laughs> felt so hot in my life, like sweating, <laughs> unable to move. But it was amazing. I think there was an anointing in that church for yeah. for heat. <laughs> I, my quads would always get so hot when I was slain in that church. Mm-hmm. Like literally, my quads. And every once in a while now, my quads will get hot, and I feel like it's just a message from the Lord of just a reminder of beginnings. Mm-hmm. You know, and remember just the that good old days. Yeah, remember the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Liz, you're up. Tell us about your first experience speaking in tongues. Wait, did it happen at Crazy Eight? Like, uh, Mm-mm. no. Okay. <laughs> it was a God's Got Your Girl conference. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I, but I was, te- I, I was preaching there, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You were one of the speakers. What mm-hmm. was it? April Dunn that puts on this conference? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> and um, so I'm going to give you a little insight so as um so growing up i was hard of hearing because i had a lot of ear problems um which is part of cause of my dyslexia so not being able to comprehend what you hear or comprehend what you see um led me to a lot of doubt that i was hearing correctly like sure definitely like uh suppresses all my desires to Mm -hmm. talk Mm -hmm. (laughs) and share in um so I remember fighting with that, just going like, surely I'm not hearing right. Like, surely this can't be what it is because nothing that I've read is right and nothing that I hear is right. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I just remember a very long battle. And I remember keep having the thought of like that I felt like the devil just had my tongue. That mm-hmm. like I could feel it coming up out of me, but there was no letting go. And I think that was part of the the lack of confidence that it was going to come out correctly. Um, Correctly. (laughs) I love it. I love that you said that because, you know, I mean, a lot of people are like, am I doing it right? And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I I don't know. (laughs) I told my whole life I'm not doing these things right. You know, (laughs) sounds good to me. (laughs) So, um, but I remember just almost it just being really slow and quiet. Mm -hmm. And it was just so personal between me and the Lord. Oh, I love that. So personal. That's exactly the way you Uh, needed it. And I was just, I remember being down just just in a, uh, I don't know what position that's called. Anyway, just crouched down. Just being prostrate, like bowed uh-huh. down. Yeah, for sure. And just, and just finally just barely fill in my tongue. Move. I, and I was like, it. oh, <laughs> you know, I was like yeah. that size of a man's hand. I'm like, mm-hmm. this little like, oh, me, that's me, so me. good. You know, yeah. I'm like, I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. It's so good. Oh, I love it. how, you know, her, her, differently everybody's was like, you know, Brittany, the Lord's like, I, she just can't ever have any knowledge of what's happening here. Yeah. <laughs> Because Keep you in the she, dark. She, yeah, otherwise she'll have to Google her way here. <laughs> That's right. And, and and Kyler, the Lord's like, I'm gonna make her fight for it because yeah. she's one of my most stubborn children yeah. ever. And the sweetness and the gentleness and the tenderness that God came with you, you know. And when I came, and I remember the first time I ever spoke in tongues. Honestly, it was very sensual and very intimate. And I think because of some of my background, and I remember specifically the Lord saying, "Let me have my way with your mouth." And it was very vulnerable for me and, but also very freeing. Mm. Um, and I was in a position laid flat on my back. I felt like the Lord told me to just lay down, relax and let me have my way with you. Let me have your tongue. Let me have your mouth. And it was so, um, frightening, but freeing in Mm. the same moment that it's kind of like the sound of spit that he, when he spit in the man's eyes, that was the sound, the very, very sound that was a point of trauma his whole life. 
but God used that point of trauma to flip the narrative and it became his point of freedom and it became his point of healing. And for me, I feel like the Lord was very intentional to teach me to trust him intimately and to teach him for him to teach me to trust him with my body physically, Mm -hmm. um, because of a lot of my history and my background. And so I, I feel like it's the whole hearing all four stories is just so unique and Mm -hmm. specific and individualized. And I hope everybody's hearing the point here is a, nobody can teach you to speak in tongues. Like we're not here to teach you how to speak in tongues. We are here absolutely to create curiosity, to create courage and, um, certainly to point to biblical passages that are very, very evidenced of speaking in tongues as well. But, um, so I, I loved hearing all of y'all's stories. So what do you think is our, well, not, we'll ask the people listening to, and, uh, Taylor, if you'd go ahead and pop up one of those first questions. So for those of you who have not joined my Patreon community, you're kind of sort of missing out, but last week I posted a, uh, I posted a devotional on Romans eight twenty six and talked about how the pre- the spirit of the Lord is ever interceding. And likewise, the spirit also helps in our weaknesses for we do not know what we should pray or how we ought to pray. Mm-hmm. You think you know what you should pray or what you ought to pray. Um, but he's like, no, but the spirit himself makes intercessions with groanings, which cannot be uttered. He searches the hearts and and knows what the mind of the spirit is and makes intercession for the saints. According to the will of God, this goes back to what our sister was saying that it is the perfect will of God. And by the way, some people call this an intercessory tongue. So some people will break down the gifts of tongue into four different gifts. They'll call them the proof of tongues, public tongue, prayer of tongues, and then intercessory tongue. And they'll refer to a lot of like in Nehemiah when he was groaning, they'll refer a lot to the intercessory type tongue as well. But the point is, is um, I had thrown this out on my, with my Patreon community and asked them to commit to doing something that is different that would give the Holy Spirit room to really, uh, and speak in tongues more than they would. And I said, I don't want to be religious about it. I don't want you to be OCD about it, but I want you to pray about doing more than you would typically do. Right. And then ask them, told them, I asked them to join us tonight, told them we'd be, uh, addressing some things. And so I said, if you have questions or questions that you think people would ask, post them in Patreon. So, uh, there was a couple of really good questions. I pulled three. So this is one says, I don't know that this is common question, but I grew up in a church And I feel like I got filled with the spirit prior to praying the prayer for salvation. This is so interesting. My parents say that I got saved when I was four, but I don't remember praying the prayer for salvation myself until fourth grade. I started praying in tongues in the first grade though, which seems like a weird timeline, theologically speaking, (laughs) right? So like, I can't understand that. And also I can't make my doctrine fit that. Um, And it goes on. So I guess I would, my question would be, do you think being baptized in the Holy Spirit varies for kids versus adults, even though we're all baptized into the same spirit? Interesting. I don't think so. Because I mean, so even reading this, like in general, I feel like she probably did receive salvation at four. Mm -hmm. And there was probably this realization when, because you're more self-aware at fourth grade mm-hmm. to be like, Oh my gosh, I'm a sinner mm-hmm. and I need God's grace. You know, well, and, there, there's also evidence in the old Testament, many places where the spirit fell on people and gave them a gift of prophecy where they started to prophesy. Yeah. They gave them a gift and they weren't, they weren't saved either, nor were they children of God. True. And so, I mean, there's part of me, it's like, Oh, this is, I mean, the spirit can do what he wants to do. Can right. the spirit fall on me? And, and what's beautiful, and so I know who this is, I'm not going to mention, but I, again, looking at the personal 
individualist of this person, I'm like, oh, it's interesting how the spirit was almost like, I have to intercede for you because if I don't, I don't know that you'll ever get saved because your mind will always be in the way. Right. And Mm. so it's just interesting to me, but I agree with you. I don't, I don't think this Holy spirit varies. There's only one size of the Holy spirit. I think what varies is the way he shows up for each person Mm -hmm. in different seasons of our lives. I think, uh, because kids are more quick to trust. I think there isn't, it's easier for them to kind of grasp it than adults because they're not thoroughly thinking things through and logically Mm -hmm. thinking things. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think there's this level of like, um, almost understanding from a kid's perspective Mm -hmm. to receive the Holy spirit more than Mm -hmm. adults. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I want to pause for a moment because, uh, Crystal Manley has comment. She said, Oh, wow. I hope I can feel the Lord in a deep way. And I want to speak into that crystal if we could even right now. And I want to just encourage you that really the biggest step, the biggest thing that you will need to overcome is exactly what Kyler was talking about. And that is, do I believe that there, there is a thing as a prayer language and do I believe it is a gift for me? And, and I'm going to encourage you to declare that that is a gift for me. God has it for me. In fact, I'm going to encourage you to declare, I already have Mm. a prayer language. If you are saved and you've received the baptism of the Holy spirit, you can declare that I already have the fullness of the spirit and the spirit is absolutely able to intercede on my behalf. Cause remember your prayer language is just allowing the spirit to pray for you and pray instead of you. Yeah. So the common denominator with all of our stories is that there had to be some level of surrender yes. to a Holy Spirit to say, look, I, I give you my body. I, I don't let my mind get in the way. I am just going to surrender my tongue and not think about all of my mm-hmm. things that hold me back. Mm-hmm. And so yes. there is that common yes. denominator of like being able to surrender completely and just mm-hmm. be like, which mm-hmm. is not thinking about it, like letting Mm -hmm. my mind go, you know, Mm -hmm. letting my mind be unfruitful. So yes, stop thinking about it, Mm -hmm. but also have a stance that I believe that this is a gift that I have. And I believe, believe that God gives good gifts. Cause a lot of people will tell you, well, it's the impartation of some kind of a demon or a spirit. And that's absolutely absurd, especially when you understand the heart of the father and read your Bible. It talks about how he's a God who gives good gifts. And so, um, so I'm just, I just want to, I wanted to speak into that crystal and we just speak over you even right now in the name of Jesus, just the loosing of your prayer language and just the courage to surrender. Cause it takes a lot of courage to surrender. Um, and it takes a lot of humility to surrender a lot mm-hmm. of meekness and just the freedom to just relax, sit in his presence, begin to release. And when I say release, go ahead and release utterances and sounds and allow the Holy spirit to partner with you. So it's kind of like starting a car. You go ahead and turn the key and let the engine take over. Um, but go ahead and release those sounds and and we'll be looking forward to hearing your testimony as well. I want to go back up to, to Ivy. Who was this? Yes. Go ahead. Here we go. Uh, Ivy said this was the first time joining us tonight that she had seen you in church in Burleson. Yeah. Um, she's also said she's purchased every book and she's so obsessed. I've, and she said she's grown so much because of you. every book. Oh, dang. <laughs> we love that. Dang. We do love that. Which one's your favorite? Which one's your favorite book? Tell us th- which one's your favorite and why I would love to hear that. Listen, look at Lisa Mark's just switching Switch platforms, platforms back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I woke up hearing myself speak in tongues out loud. Crazy that I opened. Oh, did you- 
You have to wait, wait, you gotta catch the first part. So okay. she said, Lisa, I had a dream a couple of <laughs> stop, 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 stop. Be quiet, be quiet. She said, I had a dream a couple of weeks ago that I was with you and you were speaking in tongues and I was standing in front of you and I literally started trying to do it in my sleep so much that I woke up hearing myself. Uh, speak in tongues out loud. Crazy that I opened up YouTube and heard you talking about it. Tonight. That's so cool. I love this. <laughs> I love this so much. Spirits at work. Y'all. Yeah. See, I mean, it, when you, so I keep shutting down when I feel emotion. So, okay. So Chris, I'm going to speak into that too. Cause remember it's, uh, it's, it is like a gush or a rush Yeah. of, because the, the spirit is that river that comes up out of you. Um, and so I, I love that you brought that up because, um, I think a lot of times when we, we live disconnected, when we fear our emotions, when we have learned how to, uh, fake our emotions, all of the live disconnected, uh, it does require kind of a reconnecting with what's inside of you. Um, and so it does. And that's why I say it takes a lot of courage, you know, mm-hmm. because it's very emotional. So again, Romans eight twenty six the groanings of the spirit, that's Mm. passion. And it's emotional. That's why a lot of people call that the intercessory tongue, because they'll get hit with groaning or crying or weeping or wailing, where there's just this emotion, intense emotion coming up out of you. And when I'm using my prayer language, I feel tons of emotion, like elation. I feel like I'll have feel moments of, and you and I have talked about this. I'll feel like moments where I'll, I feel like everything lifts. Mm -hmm. Um, like you're fixing to just float up. Well, no, emotionally, I feel like, oh, oh and uplifting. I, all of a sudden, everything, like every heaviness, every burden, everything just kind of lifts. And I'll kind of feel that ebb and flow as I'm praying in a prayer language where I'm like, like uh, for a moment, I can breathe really easy. And then I have to kind of push through th- th- when I push through. It's like my spirit is warring, which, again, is another thing that's happening when you're praying in your prayer language is you're you're battling demons and you're you're in warfare. You're it's spiritual warfare. And so. Um, there is a lot of, uh, you know, emotion in it. Yeah. Say in the deliverance training that you did, um, at sought after, I definitely noted, like, that's when I knew to pay attention when you were calling out certain demons. And like, when I could feel my tongue just get really loud, I'm like, okay, like that, that's when I need to pay attention to you. Like my, my oh, spirit so is good. responding. So it was like your barometer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. And when, when the spirit starts welling up in me, it, kind of mimics well and say anxiety mimics the spirit in me yeah it has kind of the same feeling <laughs> yeah that's like good. your heart starts so, speaking really fast yeah so <laughs> you know if you haven't experienced that and you feel this anxiousness and this anxiety and you start to pull away you know and then it's yeah not always that's that. good that's really i mean if well, you're I praying mean, from a from a scientific perspective the same hormone cortisol that causes excitement feelings of adventures also an overload of that is what gives us a panic anxiety attack so <laughs> We talk so, about that when we come into house meetings. I'm like, I'm feeling all jittery. Yeah. My heart's getting really fast. Yeah. <laughs> is it say. the spirit or my nervous? Yeah. And I'm like, we'll just decide. This is it's the, the spirit. spirit. <laughs> That's how we know, like, it's going to be a good house meeting uh-huh. already. <laughs> my kneecaps are shaking. My kneecaps are already shaking. Can you go ahead and read Lisa Marks' comment for us, Liz? Yeah. She said, I only got one syllable and just believed that I had received the gift and was stubborn like Kyler to experience the fullness of the gift. Stubborn like Kyler. It sounds like a book. <laughs> Over the years, it has grown that. to almost... 
to almost to be multiple different languages. Yeah. So you know what? So scripture talks about a variety of tongues. Mm -hmm. It does actually use that phrase, a variety of tongues. And and we talked a little bit about on that on Monday, we were talking about Mama Shirley and how sometimes she slips into this like (laughs) Mandarin Chinese sounding type of tongue. And it full on (laughs) sounds like a language. Um, and I, I do think sometimes like a lot of people have told me yours, my, that my tongue sounds very Arabic mm-hmm. and I'm like, cool. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> um, and there are times when I am just praying in a prayer line and it's very redundant. And there are other times that I feel like I'm actually speaking actual words. Well, I mean, you kind of have, I mean, you've been in house meetings where people are like, I totally understood that in Spanish. Yes. Yes. Like yes. I knew what you were saying. You have to tell your story of the, at the, Cleveland Family Fellowship, the gal that you were catching that came forward and... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so um, it was an altar call and a lady came up and for at least a minister or two and she just stood there. She doesn't understand a word of English. And so um, she only spoke Spanish. So Lisa was like, just started ministering in in the spirit, just in a tongue. And we all three just <laughs> started crying. Yes. Just it received, like, we, we knew... It's like, you know what's being said, but you don't you know don't. Yeah. what's being said. I mean, she started weeping. You were weeping. I started crying. Mm-hmm. And, and man, and she just really received. And I was like, well, and my awesome. fr- my mind was and still is fruitless on what happened. I don't <laughs> <have> no idea. <laughs> but I know it was good. Yeah. Because when God good. is at work, it's good. So Amy um, on YouTube says that Brittany... This is exactly how her daughter explains it, that if she feels anxious, she mainly asks the Holy Spirit, what's going on or is it just her? Mm-hmm. That's so good. Mm-hmm. So good. And then Ivy's, uh, her favorite book is To Love and To Be Loved. Oh, yes, mine too. Is that the, yours? That's yeah. yours too? Mm-hmm. She says that hula hoop demonstration was life-changing. Mm-hmm. I used that hula hoop chain demonstration today with one of my clients. <laughs> so I use that a lot. Did you pull lot. out the hula hoops? You know, I, no, I, I did pull out the hula hoops because I think it impresses <laughs> even better. And uh, you, if you haven't read the book, you have to read the book and find out what the hula hoops <laughs> is. Uh, let's go to the next question, Taylor. <laughs> let's move on. All right. Again, coming to you from a Patreon uh, member. If you're not a part of my Patreon community, you can join as well. We would love to have you. Uh, you are taught how to talk by how to talk by your parents, teachers, etc. No one has taught me how to speak in tongues. So my question is, how do you know if you are actually speaking in tongues versus just saying gibberish? Uh, <laughs> All right, who wants to jump on that one? <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. One. Well, I feel like um, yeah, you first kind of start out like if you're practicing, you just kind of start out saying gibberish. But I think there's a point at that your tongue basically gets taken over. And Mm -hmm. it's like, it just starts flowing. It starts changing. It starts bringing in different syllables Mm -hmm. that you're not trying to do. And I think that's what kind of, when I know, okay, my spirit's really taking over now. Yes. And yes. Yeah. Like you said, I think it was Monday when I I wasn't in there that whole time on class. But, um, at one point it's like where you start speaking in tongues, like out of, out of memory, basically, like, you know mm-hmm, what, mm-hmm. how to start speaking in tongues, but at some point the spirit takes over, like mm-hmm. it, it kind of is yeah. in your mind until it's not. Yeah. I mean, it, it is, it's, it's about handing God your tongue. And mm-hmm. I, what, the, what I likened it to is being on a busy highway with your mind and the off ramp is me speaking in tongues and I'm trying to off ramp into the depths of the spirit. Yeah, right. That's right. And so okay. I'm going to sneak like, into, so I'm like, I want to get off this busy highway because mm-hmm. it's crazy in there. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, ugh. and so I'm trying to actually get into the spirit 
and I'm waiting to pray in the spirit to get in the spirit. No, I just start praying in the spirit to get into the spirit. Mm -hmm. So I just give the Lord my tongue and just start activating with my natural mind and just create that off ramp. And at some point, sometimes it's 20 seconds, sometimes it's two minutes. Frankly, sometimes it's 20 minutes because my highway gets so busy <laughs> and I just keep praying in tongues until I, I reach the rural area where there is no traffic. <laughs> yeah. I asked somebody um, this week, I was like, so why don't you use your prayer language more? And they're like, oh, I don't know. I'm lazy, I guess. And I was like, that is my lazy prayer. Like I don't have to think about it. I don't have to come up with, with what I'm going to pray. I yeah. just let it go. Yes, that it's, is my, it's my lazy prayer too. When I'm like, oh, I only got five minutes. I'll just mm -hmm. go for trunks <laughs> because I, I don't have time to get it all right and figure it out and everything mm -hmm. else. I would have to say, uh, if I'm totally honest, I actually feel like 90 to 95% of my prayer time is in a tongue. And it may or may not be because I don't pray as much as I should, or it may or may not be because 90 to 95, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I, um, I mean, I speak in tongues when I'm in the car. I speak in tongues when I'm listening to worship music. I'm like, and they'll be singing in English and I'm like joining in with a tongue. Yeah. And I, you know what I mean? Y'all make me feel so normal. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know, and so I'll just be like, you know, singing in tongues. I, when I was on my way to, I was telling Tanner and Maddie, my daughter and son-in-law, when I was going down to uh, wherever it was, Port Aransas last week, I had a seven-hour <laughs> drive by myself. And I said, I started, well, I watched like a YouTube and I was driving, but I was watching YouTube. And then I listened to a podcast and then I listened to some scripture and then I just turned on worship music. And then I said, and then I just turned on instrumental music and I started praying in tongues. And next thing I was crying and I was laughing. I was like, I was getting deliverance in my car. <laughs> I was getting healing. I don't know what was happening. And my poor son-in-law was like, <laughs> just staring what? at me. But I was like. Needless to say, I've been healed and delivered. I showed up. I showed I am up. I'm a better person I'm here today. I'm a better person here today because I prayed in tongues. But I was, I was like just singing and you know listening to just whatever wordless music and just praying and singing in tongues. And and I next, I just started crying and then I was like laughing and then I was crying and people probably all thought I was high on the road, but I was. I was. <laughs> and they were absolutely right. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. So to answer that, I, I think at some point it is gibberish and you know, because you know, Yeah. how do you know if you are actually speaking in tongues versus just saying Jim, I just had to reread it saying just gibberish. I think it's both, you know, and I yeah. think at some point you have to make a decision and you just choose, this is me giving God my tongue. And this is what it sounds like right now. And I love that you guys pointed out at the very beginning, just the whole, you know, baby B doesn't say Hello, mommy. Yeah. Hello, mother. He's like, mama, 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 you know. Just ah. Sometimes stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So I say, uh, I almost said her name. Declare what it is. Let's go to the next question. I love this. We all know who she is. I love this. I think about what actually happens in the quiet space to receive uh, from the Holy Spirit for someone new at it. What am I expecting? So she's basically saying, okay, I love that you're challenging us to get into a quiet space to receive from the Holy Spirit. Cause that was the challenge that I gave them. Cause I usually give some kind of a prompt or a challenge. Okay. And she asks, what am I expecting? Where am I expecting the information to come? There's no information. <laughs> How do I know that I'm settled in the right position and place to receive the information? 
So this is such a great question because yeah. I think that is how we tend to think about, you want to take a crack at this list? She's oh, like, no, she's that's like, just oh, a great no. question. <laughs> it is like, a great question. I think it's very realistic to where it's like, am I in the right position? Am I in the right place to receive information? What should I be expecting? And to that, I would be like, what, what do you want? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Expect that Holy Spirit's going to find you. Yeah. Wherever you're at. Yes, and, and be courageous enough to say, this is what I want from this time frame. I'm going to say, and expect it to look different. Because again, for somebody that's looking good. around yeah. going yeah. like, well, you all kind of sound the same when it gets down to the end. Well, that's yeah. after we, <laughs> we've we grown in our language and grown in our language. Yeah, um, yeah. We won't expect us to yeah. look different even for you as mm-hmm. an individual. Like it's not going to look like yesterday's prayer time. Yeah, mm-hmm. or don't have an expectation at all of what it's going to look like, mm-hmm. you know, and just expect that I'm going to have an encounter with Holy Spirit and he's going to grab hold of me and whatever that looks like, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. As far as information, I think that, you know, there are times when I'm praying in my prayer language and I have an, an inkling maybe of what God is saying. Often I will have visions or my mind will wander to particular people. Mm-hmm. Like people yeah. will kind of like jump into my mind and I'm like, oh, the spirit's interceding for that person right mm-hmm. now, you know? And sometimes I will then move into English and actually engage in, in, a, in, a, in an American prayer in an English. American. <laughs> <laughs> Not American. Not American. <laughs> um, so sometimes I have an inkling, but there are times literally I can, I can like the trip to last, last week to Port Aransas. I have no idea. I didn't get any information, but I felt a lot of movement going on in my spirit. Um, and so I'm very excited to connect back with this young lady because she is, uh, she's one who just showed up at one of my house meetings one time and she's been all in ever since. Um, so I'm very excited to follow up with her, um, and see how she, uh, how she experienced the Holy spirit this week, just giving him room again. So there's that challenge to just get into that quiet space, um, and receive something new, something fresh from the Holy spirit. All right. So let me, let me kind of go over real quickly. Cause I want to be able to like, why do we pray into it? Cause honestly that was difficult for me. I was like, this, this feels dumb. Like my mind is fruitless. I had a hard time overcoming that, that your mind being fruitless was a good thing because as an intellectual human, it feels dumbing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does. So, um, so it's spirit led. It edifies, it pursues deeper intimacy in Jude one twenty. Uh, it talks about the intimacy that's developed in them. It's, it's spiritual warfare. It tells us that in Ephesians six eighteen. It gives us divine revelation. We read about that in First Corinthians two when I read that first passage about the revelation that reveals the things of God. Uh, brings about unity. We see that in First Corinthians fourteen twenty six. Also in Acts chapter two, we see the unity, which, by the way, is the antithesis of the Tower of Babel when they were there was there was that scattering and the disunity that God brought by bringing multiple languages, and the Holy Spirit came and restored that unity um, in Acts chapter two. Well, even that experience that you had with that lady who only spoke Spanish that mm-hmm. unifies you in the spirit. Yes. If you all are feeling the same thing and receiving the same thing from Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. there is unification in that because you are mm-hmm. all speaking in tongues and receiving from it. It's interesting. So she, you know, Crystal says, yes, why I have had it since a teenage, since a teenager, but refused to speak in tongues. But why? Yeah. I, I would throw the question back to you. Crystal, so we I, we've kind of given a lot of scriptures here that talk specifically about the building up of the of the soul, how it builds you up. That word um, edification 
in, in looking at first Corinthians 14, four, it says he who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. Read that in a couple different versions and allow the spirit to reveal some truth to you. Um, but that Greek word, I believe it's okodiomo, which basically means to build up or to strengthen. Um, and so I believe the biggest why is because God wants to pray on your behalf. So I would, I would ask you this, do you ever have people pray for you? Do you pray for yourself? Why would you not engage in the perfect prayer and allowing the spirit to pray? Cause remember it says, when I'm praying in a tongue, my spirit prays, that's the spirit of the Lord is praying on your behalf. So I would encourage you to go back and ask yourself, why, why do I refuse to speak in tongues? And what could I be missing out on? So that's how I would, that's how I would challenge you as well, Crystal, with that. Yeah. I'm going to close us in prayer. And if you are listening, I want you to really just kind of open your heart, open your mind and put yourself in a physical position to receive. <laughs> Kyler's all in it. <laughs> Here we go. Um, uh, so God, we just thank you for the gift that you have promised us. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are a giver of good gifts. And we can declare, God, that everything you have desired to accomplish within us has already been done in the name of Jesus. And God, so God, we declare Holy Spirit right now in Jesus name, just the loosing of every tongue, the prayer language that you want to give to us. We pray, Holy Spirit, for the, the supernatural edification. We pray for the super interceding. Come on. We want a super interceding. See, my friends can pray for me. I can pray for you, but there's a super interceder inside of you. And his name is the Holy spirit. And he wants to pray for you like no one else can pray for you. And so we just declare right now in the name of Jesus, we suppress the flesh. We suppress the soul. We tell the mind to be quiet. We tell the emotions to be quiet. And we declare that the Holy spirit is rising up inside of each one of us right now to super intercede on our behalf. And if you're at home right now, if you would just begin to allow the Lord to just loose your tongue, just relax and just give him your tongue and just begin to, and you can start with a ba, ba, ba. You can start with a na, 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 whatever it is, and just allow him to just begin to loose your tongue, giving him syllables, release sounds. Come on, give him something to work with. When Jesus showed up, he said to the man with the shriveled hand, stretch out your hand. So there was a thing that he was invited to do. He said, you got to give me your hand if you want me to heal it. With the blind man, he said, you've got to walk to the pool of Siloam if you want to be healed. With the lepers, he said, you've got to go and present yourself to the temple to be healed. So there was always an invitation. There was a part that the people played. And so I declare even right now just the releasing of sounds right now in Jesus name. And even though it may start with you, we declare that the Holy spirit will finish it because he started this conversation. He started the work in you. He's not just the alpha, but he's also the omega. And we declare that he is finishing it in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Holy spirit, that you are a giver of good gifts. We receive the gift. We believe in the gift and we will engage in the gift. And I speak this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And amen. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can also find me on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, or you can check out my other podcast show, Enforcing Purpose with Lisa Schwartz. For general information or resources, head to my website at www.lisa-schwartz.com. Thanks for listening.